Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simen Kuf Samech Beis. We left off in the middle of Sif Aleph. We're up to the Ramah, which is on the top line of page in Zion, which is the page following 112. We discussed last night the beginning of the Mechaber, the beginning of the Sif, and we had a lengthy introduction of the Mishabura. I would like to just summarize quickly the two shittas the Mishabura brought down, the Rov Rishonim versus the Rashba, and then we'll understand the whole Sif from Mitzvah Shem that we're going to see tonight. We saw Machlokas of why there's an Indian to keep your hands upward, facing upward during the Natila. Rov Rishonim say that we hold that you wash Natila Sadaim until your wrist, and the concern is that when you pour the water the first time, water that landed on your hand, which is metire your hand, but the water becomes tame, maybe some of that water went beyond your wrist, and then when you pour the water the second time to be metire the water, the water that went beyond your wrist is going to come back down to the hand and be metame your hand again. That was the understanding of Rov Rishonim. Therefore, you keep your hand elevated the entire time and the water is not coming back to your hand. The second shita we saw was a shita of the Rashba, and the Rashba is not worried about the water traveling on its own. The Rashba held the only concern is Lafida shita that says you only wash until your knuckles, so we're worried you maybe wash the first time a little bit past your knuckles, and that water is still on your hand so it becomes tummy. And then when you wash the second time, you might only wash until your knuckles exactly, and then we're worried the water that went beyond your knuckles the first time, which is tummy from your hand, will come down to matame your fingers again. Those were the two shitas, the Rov Rishonim and the Rashba. So the Mechaber in this Sif takes on the shita of the Rashba, as we'll see. And the Ramah in the beginning, the first Ramah that we'll see for tonight, will take on the shita of the Rov Rishonim. And then later on in the Sif, the Ramah will switch and give an eight that works for the Rashba. So we'll try to read through the whole Sif and get clarity in exactly what's going on. So the Mechaber again began and told us on page 112, Hanotel Tzaruch Lagbiya Yadav, one who washes his hands, must keep them raised. The Hainu Rashi Etzbosav, he must keep his fingers upwards. Lamala. Shelo Yetsu Mayim Chutzla Perek, so the water should not go beyond the Perek. Viyachsuru Viyitmu Asayadayim. And go back and metame the hands. If we skip the Ramah for a minute on page in Zion and continue in the Machaber, he says, This is all talking about where you're not washing all the way until your wrist. You're only washing until your knuckles. It's going lefi the sheet of the Rashba, that when you're only washing till your knuckles, you have to keep your hands elevated, because otherwise we're worried that you might wash past your knuckles and the water will come back down. To below your knuckles, therefore you have to keep your hands elevated. But in fact, if you would wash all the way till your wrist, you would not have to keep your hands raised. Because again, the Rashba is not worried that water is going to go by itself past your wrist and come back down. And if you pour past the wrist, we learned earlier, it's also not a problem because that's not metamic, because that's not part of your hand. So the Mechaber is clearly going with the Shita of the Rashba. The Ramah, if we go back to the top line on page on Zion, writes, The same way the Machaber says you can keep your hands facing upwards, you can also keep your hands facing down the whole time, and it will also take care of the problem, and that will be fine. The only problem is to keep your hands 
upward in the beginning, and then you lower them. Because then the water goes past your wrist, and when you put it down, it comes back and it's matami your hands. Now this additional etzah that the Ramah adds in of keeping your hands facing downward is really only a good etzah according to the Rov Rishonim. Because according to the Rashba, where we're concerned that you may wash past your knuckles the first time and the second time only at your knuckles and the water above is going to come down in Matame, will still be a problem if your hands are facing downward. So clearly the Ramah is giving his Eitzah, Lufi, the one that says that you wash until your wrist, the Rov Rishonim, not according to the Rashba that says the only concern is the one that you wash up to your knuckles, because that would not solve the problem of washing until your knuckles. This is pointed out in the Biralacha and in the notes as well. So now if we continue on, after the Mechaber told us that if you're washing till your wrist, there is no problem. So let's read that Mechaber again in the third line of page on Zayin. The only problem where you have to keep your hands elevated the whole time is if you're, if you're not washing until your wrist. But if you're washing until your wrist, you don't have to raise your hands. The Ramos says, There are some that argue on this, and again, that's the Rov Rishonim who argue with the Rashba that the Mechaber is going with. Then the Mechaber says, and this will work for everyone, If you wash on the two hands with a full Revias at one time, Since when you're washing with a full Revias, that water does not become tummy at all. So the whole shash doesn't exist, no matter how you learn, because the water doesn't become tummy, there's no shash of the hands becoming tummy again from the water that became tummy, because the water of Revias does not become tummy. And so too, if you dip your hands, you do tefillah shadayim instead of natila. So that also is not metame the water at all, because water is only becomes tummy when you pour it on your hands. When you dip your hands in, in the water, just like when you dip your body, your tovel, your body in the mikvah, you're not metame the mikvah. So you're also you're not metame the water, and therefore there's no concern of any movement of the water being metame your hands again. So the two cases of the machaber that are no concern whatsoever is if you pour revias over the two hands, or if you do tefillah shedayim. The Ramah ends the sip and says, Yesh Omrim dim shofech al yodav gimel pa'amim. Some say if you pour the water over your hands three times, ain't sarach lizar b'chalzeh. You don't have to worry about all this. V'chein nogu l'hakel. And that is the minion to be lenient. We'll see at the end of the Shir Mitzvah Shem that this Ramah is really only going lefi the shita of the Rashba. That the concern is maybe you pour the water above your knuckles. So then by pouring a second time and a third time, we're hoping that you'll go again above your knuckles and you reach the same point that you reached the first time to matire all the water. But according to the Rov Rishonim, washing a third time doesn't help because if you wash the first time your regular hand and then some water went beyond your wrist and the, and the tummy water went beyond your wrist, you can keep washing your hands a second time, a third time, a fourth time. It's still a problem if your hand will go downward and the water that was metame from your hand that went beyond your wrist comes back down to your hand, it will be metame your hand again. So here the Ramah is giving an eight so that only works to feed the Rashba. So there is a little bit back and forth between the Shita of the Rashba and the Shita of the Rov Rishonim. So let's begin the Mishabura now. We're up to Sipkot Vav. So we said, Vuhadinim Ashbilon. 
The Ramah told us, and this is going to feed the rove, we've shown him that the same Eitzah as putting your hands upward would be if you keep your hands downward. Since you keep your hands facing down from the beginning of the first washing, so from the very beginning, no water ever went outside of its boundaries because your hands were always facing downward. There is absolutely no problem. As long as you kept it down till the end, from the beginning of the first pouring of the water until the end of the pouring of the second time you keep your hands downward, that's going to take care of all the problems. But if after you poured the water the second time on your hands when they were facing down, you want to then lift them up before you dry it, it's absolutely no problem. And the Sharat Sion explains in Osyud Gimel, the Afim Yetsu Achaka Chutzla because if after you finish the two washings, then you lift up your hands and the water goes beyond your wrist, it's not a problem. Because even though it goes back down afterwards onto your fingers, it's not a problem. Because Since you poured the two pourings when your hand was face down, the first time was metai, your hands made the water tame. The second time made all the water tar. So now you're dealing with all tar water. So if you lift your hand up and the tar water goes beyond your wrist and then it comes back down, there's absolutely no problem. The Ramos said the only thing you have to be careful about is that your hands aren't lifted in the beginning and then lowered down at the end. That which the Gemara says your hands have to be raised. That's only if your hands happen to have been raised during the first pouring. Or they were being held at a level, uh, a straight level. And then also, you have a problem, you want to keep your hands raised. Because then the chayshinan sheyetsu chutzla perek, then we're worried that maybe the water that was poured the first time went beyond the wrist. Then you for sure have to keep your hands raised the whole time, until you dry your hands. So it shouldn't come back down. And fall on the fingers and be metame them. But if they were face down the whole time, they never went out beyond the wrist, and therefore there's absolutely no problem. Sivkotan tes, continuing in the mechaber. So uh, the Ramah rather, so the Ramah said the only time it's a problem is if your hands were raised in the beginning and then you lower them because then the tummy water is going to go back to your hands. Says the Mishibura, the Kama Achronim of Fakvakin al Eitzah Zuda Hashbala. Some Achronim take issue with this Eitzah of lowering your hands. Mitam dikeshem mushpolim lamata. And the reason is because when they're facing downward, Evshir Shaloyagiu Hamayim Klala Roshay Hatzbos. A totally separate problem, nothing to do with the hands becoming tummy again, but just the concern that when your hands are facing downward, maybe the water is not going to get all the way to the tips of your fingers. And therefore, it is better to keep your hands facing upwards to avoid the problem of tumma, to make sure you're washing and tie your hands rather than keeping it downwards. The Magadavram says as well, it's better that the hand should be raised upwards. And so too in the Gemara they bring a smach from a pasuk and you wash them and you raise them. The mashmos over there as well is that you should be knowing to keep your hands raised. The Mishabura says that nowadays the Minagah Olam is not to be careful to keep our hand raised. 
Vatam, the reason is, that's because our minog is to wash with the revias of water on each hand. And like we saw in the Mechaber later, if you wash with the revias on each hand, and we've seen this many times, there's no problem of Tumah on the Mayim at all. And also they're washing all the way until the wrist. Since the minog is not to keep your hands raised, and therefore it may, may not be done properly, one wants to be especially careful to make sure that the bottom of his fingers and all sides get washed. And not like many people are doing, they're only washing on the side of their hands, and they're not watching over and being careful, not being careful to make sure that the water also goes on the tips of their fingers and all around the hand. Continues the Mishabura in Sifkaton Yud. This is going back to the Mechaber, who is going to feed the Shita of the Rashba, that you're washing your hands only until the knuckles, that's where there's a problem. And the Mechaber ended off and said, Avalim Notel Ad Sham until the wrist. You don't have to raise your hands because we're not worried about the water on its own going beyond the wrist. Says the Mishabura, Tam Kasav Nulel, Bos Aleph Ayin Sham. The reason we said earlier, Insef Aleph, you look at Noten, it gives a little Chazara, Sham Beer, there we explained in the Mishabura, Sheshitas HaRashba, that the sheet of the Rashba is, She'ein Lachsho Shema Yetzu HaMayim Me'atzmin Chutz LaPerek, that we're not worried that maybe the water is going to go on its own past your wrist. The whole concern of the Rashba is the Shita that says you only have to wash till your knuckles. There we're worried. Maybe you yourself poured the water beyond the knuckles. And the second pouring you may have poured only until the knuckles exactly and you didn't get as far as the first time. So that water which became tummy from the top of your hand is now going to come down on your fingers. But that's only a problem if you wash till your fingers. That's why the Mechaber says, If you wash until your wrist, then you don't have to raise your hands. It's not a problem at all. The Ramos said, Some argue on this, and they say, Until your wrist also is a problem. They hold you always have to raise your hands. That your rabbi says the ikar lochas like yesh chokim, not like the rashba. To who das rov hamafarshim? That is the opinion of most mafarshim. Umikomakom b'shasat chak in a pressing situation, kashi evsher lo lagbi. If you're not able to raise your hands, yesh lismoch al deya harishona. You could rely on the first shita shesasam hamachaber kavasi lekula. The machaber goes like, which is the rashba that you can go lekula if you wash all the way till your wrist. Specifically, that our is that we wash the revias anyway, and that takes care of all the problems. Says in the we write this of Kadyan Yudbeis. Now we get to the other eights of the Mechaber, which works according to everyone if you wash with the revias on both hands. The Certainly, if you use the revias on each hand, that's certainly better. There will be absolutely no tumma to the Mayim, and there's no concerns. Sivkotan Yogimel, you pour the revias of Hamachas, the Eich Yitzuyor Zeh, how you were able to pour like the Mechaber says, one revias on both hands together. We'll see later on in Sivdal, we mentioned earlier, one Eitza is to have someone else pouring the revias of water on your two hands together. We'll see another Eitza, Mirza Shem, in Sivdal. Sivkotan Yodalud, the Ein Shamayin Tmeim, when you pour a revias at one time on both hands, or a revias on each hand, you will not have any tummy water. 
that which we say, the first pouring, the water becomes Tamei, and that's why you have to raise your hands, that's only specifically when you're using less than Revius at one time, like we'll see more about that later. Another case we don't have to worry about Tumah is if you don't do Netilas Yadayim, but you dip your hands, you do Tfilas Yadayim, Gam came now for the same reason as we said above, by the Revius, the Ein Kan Mayim Tmeim, the water in the mikvah or whatever you're dipping your hands into does not become Tame from your hands. The Ramadan ended off and said, If you wash your hands three times, you don't have to worry about all this. Says the Mishaburah, The better way to be knowing if you have plenty of water is, To put a revias on each hand, or more than a revias, That the water should come out generously on your hands. The canal besimming kufnun ches. Like we saw earlier in Simen Kufnun Ches. And then, of course, like we've been saying in the Sif, you don't have to worry about raising your hands because the Revius, the water has become tummy, there's no concern. And so too is Chifna Chayodim, Dal Eitzazud, the Gimel Pa'amim, in fact, I can come Achronim, because some Achronim take issue with this Eitz of Gimel Pa'amim. We mentioned before that the Bialoch and the Ramaska, Yesh Omer, the Mshofe Chayodah Shalosh Pa'amim. We mentioned over there in the Bialoch that this Eitz really only helps the Fida Rashba. Because again, the Fida Rashba, the concern is you're only washing until your knuckles, and you may wash the first waters beyond the knuckles. That water beyond the knuckles becomes Tamei. And maybe the second washing is only till the knuckles, and the original water that's Tamei beyond the knuckles will come down below the knuckles. However, the Biyadlach explains if you pour a second time and a third time, so the likelihood that you'll match the same Mokum that you washed the first time and be metar all the water is very likely, and therefore this Eitz of pouring a third time does work well with Fida Rashba. But we did point out that according to the Rov Mepharshim, that don't go with the Rashba, they say we're talking about your washing until the wrist, and the concern is the first washing that washed your entire hand, some water that became tummy went beyond your wrist, and then when you were pouring the second time in your hand to be retire the water, that water was beyond the wrist, it didn't become tohar, and then that water will come back down to the hand of Bimetamiyat, so if that's the problem, then pouring on a third time is not going to help you at all, because you could pour on a lot of times onto your hand, but Lamaisa, the problematic water went beyond your wrist and after you do all your pourings you put your hand down and all the water that went beyond your wrist that was tummy is going to come back and be metame your hand and therefore this eight of three times does not help feed the rope mafarshim only the feed the rashba and that concludes if Aleph and Mitzvah Shem will continue with this topic and Mitzvah Shem tomorrow with Sif Bez. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org For other shearim on many topics or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas including Myra McClellan's on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.